Hello everybody on this beautiful Sunday morning. I want to talk about anxiety. Anxiety is my number one problem in my life. Um, and I was taking a medication to help my anxiety. And I didn't realize I was taking almost over 30 years taking this medication. But I was able to get around people, go in the crowd, drive a vehicle. And so I've been off the medicine for about two and a half months. And two and a half months, I have been going cuckoo. Well, today, like I normally, what we do on the Sundays, we go down um, on Nolan's Road, we go, we check my mailbox, go to Walmart, and then come up, you know, thrift stores, Dollar General, and Aldi's. I had to go back to the house because I left my, um, my ID in my purse. So I went back to the house, I got my purse, and I said, I can do it, I can do it, you can do it. And when I got on the road, I started twitching, and I couldn't swallow, and this is awful. And uh, we went to go get my money out of my account, and he goes, are you all right? What are you doing? I said, I'm, I can't do it. I just can't do it. But it's like he doesn't understand because he don't have the problem. People who don't have this problem, they don't understand why people with anxiety is so stressed, so worried about the next day. Me, I worry about every second I'm doing. Oh, I have to get in the car? Oh, he's like, I want to drive, and I don't want to drive, so we're both going to be, you know, effed up, you know, because I can't drive, and he doesn't like driving, but he doesn't say nothing. And that's going to be the thing. I'm having surgery this coming up this week, a couple of weeks, and he's going to have to drive everywhere. So he needs to get ready. I drove everywhere after his surgery on his ear, and it was a four-and-a-half-hour surgery to be done on his uh, ear. And I sat there, and I looked at my phone. I watched movies. I did all kinds of stuff while waiting for him uh, when his surgery was done. It was like a same-day uh, surgery. And uh, mine's going to be the same day. If nothing, no complications, it'll be the same-day surgery. I mean, same day, and then go home. Um... But we just pulled into the, this uh, Mexican store with a gyro uh, restaurant next to it. And I had to, I left my foot on the gas, on the brake, and I said, I just can't do it. He goes, take your foot up, uh, off the brake and park it. And I didn't realize what I was doing. I was just like shaking. And uh, just, uh, I can't explain how much, you know, being uh, having anxiety and, and knowing I'm understanding. Because there's so many of us out there who has anxiety. And I didn't think I would be the one. Because I had six kids. I wore three jobs. And when I had stopped working, I think that's when it all came at me. It all flushed in. Um, want to blockade myself in the house. And, oh, I don't want to go to the store. But then I have to go to, to my doctor's appointments. And I cancel appointments, which I never have done before. So, yeah. Um, it's pretty wacko. I'm... I'm I guess I'm crazy. I don't know what they want to call it. I need to call my crazy doctor and, and let her know that her name is Kendra. But I call it crazy doctor because the clinic I'm pretty much going because I'm taking medication for being bipolar. Um, but I want people to understand. If you have anxiety, it's the most ugly, scariest thing you ever have on this earth. I mean, if you're a drug addicted, you know, pill popper. I don't know about that. I know about me and anxiety is really no joke. I don't know what to do or how to go to do it. And uh, I'm going to talk to my health providers and see if I can get back on it without having no hassle. 
because I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can actually get out there and be who I used to be. I'm hiding in the house. He goes, hey, you want to go do this and that? I was like, no, tomorrow. And that's not me. I'm like, hey, let's go. Woo-hoo. And I didn't do it. I just had to stay in the house. I stayed in the house. And I wasn't going anywhere. I said, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing nothing. You know, I'm done. But it's not the way we do it, you know. It's crazy. And I, I want to be normal at age 49. But there's no normal person out here. So I just have to take one day at a time. By not being on my medication, you may sound like, oh, she's a drug addict. No, this medication helped me. I will never forget, I was driving down Annette Pike. My kids were five, six, and the other one seven. Um, and I was talking, I was trying to, you know, to focus on the road, and the kids were yelling and screaming. And I turned off into a ditch and said, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. It took me an hour and a half to go from Antioch Pike all the way downtown off of, um, um, what's it called over there? Metro Place, Metro Center. It took me an hour and a half. When I got there, I sat down on the couch, I was sweating bullets. I'll never forget this. And I put my head back and the doctor came out. She said, Mr. Mary, you're right. I said, no, I need help. And it's not, it's not bad to say you need help. Actually, it's good. You know, I've got someone out there who wants to get help. So a lot of people don't want to get help. So they say, oh, the drug is going to cure me, and I'm going to be fine. My son says that, and he's bipolar. Uh, my son Jesse just recently found out what he was. He has lost his mind. He didn't know what was going on. And I told them all, I said, bipolar brings in our family. Bipolar brings in our family. You need to get checked out. When you feel low and shame and, you know, stuff that you don't even think about, go get help. Don't wait too long. And my son, he waited too long. And he's applying for disability. He just can't be around people. He just, he was used to drive, you know, from state to state, and now he can't do it. And, and that's the sad part. So I let them know ahead of time what we have in our family. And then for them to get checked out. But I guess one day at a time. And I just pray. And I tell the Lord, put in a, a veil across them and shield them from everything. But I know I can't ask for that. They have to do their their line. They have to learn how to walk their line. And all we do is pray for them. Um, I'm a mother of six. A grandmother of 23. And I'm the happiest person ever. I love my grandkids. They're, they're all different characters. Um, got a shy one. An athletic one. We got a uh, big booty shaking butt one. <laughs> uh, we got a little mean load of shit um, who likes to bounce and do jokes on people. Uh, we got girls who like boys and dancing and shaking their butts. There's just so many of them, you know, different characters in, in these grandkids of mine. And that's what they need to be. They need to be themselves, not someone uh, telling them who they need to be. And that's what I didn't like about my sister. She always coddled my niece, my niece and my nephews, like, oh, I'll do this for you. And you don't have to do this. And it was just constant, you know. She was, Patra, your kids are all out of, out of uh, hand. And you need to do something about it. My kids are no way like that. Well, her daughter got a chance and she moved out. She said she did not want to 
be in this this situation where her her mom always called with her and, and told her to do stuff and do their homework. I mean, actually did their homework and went to school to see what kind of you know scale did they work on. They got A, of course. Anders was never stupid in school, but all that stuff she did and not using it was pretty amazing. Not to just drop everything like that. Well, you know, I just wanted to let y'all know and vent a little bit. Um, but if you would like to leave a comment about, you know, your anxieties, we can talk, to, we can talk and I can tell you, you know, where to go. If you live in Nashville, there's a clinic here that if you can't afford to go to the, you know, regular doctor, they're still regular doctors, but they are doctors who have donated them time to help others. It's Vanderbilt. They got centennial doctors, but Vanderbilt's mainly the ones that help. Uh, people and they're great and you're, you do it on a scale of your um, how much you make and how much you make is determined on um, how much you uh, pay but the lowest is 25 for blood work and all that is $18 so that's pretty good so um, but I just wanted to let y'all know in the next the next podcast I'll let, give you the information and y'all can go up there they do applications um they have opening applications on Mondays, and you fill the application out, and then, I don't think it's a big waiting list, but um, it's, I don't think it is. As long as you fill the application out on a Monday, you should be able to um, get an appointment after that. But let me like this in right here, and I'll pick it up when I have all the information tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow for you, and take it from there. This is Petra Rivera signing off, and I want y'all to have a beautiful Sunday. Bye.